welcome to Directly to You. It's episode 192 of Directly to You, and Directly to You is our podcast. Who are we? We're Fanatics 4. I'm AJ mm -hmm. of Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker, also of Fanatics 4. Also, I wasn't oh. here last week, but I'm here this week. So That's I'm true. here to tell you all the housekeeping stuff you need to know. Like, <laughs> subscribe on YouTube.com slash Fanatics 4. Follow on twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4. Mm -hmm. Or become a member on YouTube.com slash Fanatics 4. Or subscribe on twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4 for $4.99. You know, I flipped it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Switch it up. <laughs> Keep you on your toes. You don't even got to pay any money to become a member. Mm -hmm. Well, you have to pay money to become a member on YouTube. I don't know if Su Susan wants to, <laughs> you know, throw all money like Jeffy Bezos. I don't yeah, know if she's yeah, paid yeah. like that. But Jeff, though, mm -hmm. he's paid. So you can link your Amazon Prime if you have it with your Twitch account. You get a Prime gaming sub every month. You have to renew it. You go to YouTube. I mean, YouTube. Twitch. You go to our Twitch and you freaking. <laughs> You're gone a week. What happened you to, to you, man? I, you know, I told you I'm terrible at this. Um, You're almost as bad as me. You got to renew it manually. That's the labor that Jeffy B imposes on everybody. If mm -hmm. you want the free sub, mm -hmm. you got to remember to do it every month. In exchange for that, you get loyalty badges, you get emotes, you get free switch keys from time to time. You get access to our supporters on Discord, where we record this very show. And mm -hmm. you can be the peanut gallery and laugh at me when I mess things up. Did you mention the option of just monthly coming by each of our houses, just putting putting five bucks just under put our five doormat? Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't mention that. I didn't, I didn't know we were rolling oh, that out yeah. yet. <laughs> I thought that was I thought that oh, was that's a, next month. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's, hey, yeah. that's a that's relaunch uh, announcement. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, you do that, or you could just hang out in the Discord, which is free, and you go in the link and you just talk and talk and talk, and then you level up in the whole, mm -hmm. you know, like. Uh, loyalty ranking thing i don't know what they call it <laughs> but you get ranked Sounds up good. in the discord and you can listen for the free you become like an active member or whatever you get that you get that role in the discord and then you can just listen to the podcast when we record the podcast for free and also hang out yeah. with the community it's also good for that mm -hmm. we play video games here also <laughs> what video Accurate. games are you playing <laughs> yeah man uh let's see first up like you said, you were gone last week and we had Falcon on and we talked about F-Zero and I said I played a little bit of F-Zero um, prior to him coming on just to kind of try to get a little bit of feel for it. So yeah, I played a little bit more of that this week. Um, not a ton, but some in any case. I found out I am bad at it. Um, <laughs> I thought you already knew that. You said you were going to be bad at I it. Re, I reinvigorated the knowledge that mm -hmm. I know. Uh, but yeah, it's, I really, I enjoy it. And um, like doing the time trials and stuff, I almost want to say doing the time trials is maybe more fun than doing the actual races. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe that's just because you can control more with the time trials. So like, with, I mean, that's a given, you know, like, um, but with the, it's yeah it's just it's just interesting with the races there's so many other drivers and like spots like um let's see what's the level port road something port i don't know it's it's uh, one of the port, ones port city or something port like city that. maybe i don't know it's one it's one in that first the jack yeah cup. i heard of the port yeah the port. <laughs> and there's a part where it's just like a straightaway with some boost pads and stuff and when you're by yourself, it's like, okay, I got this. You just got to stay in the middle. And that's all you need to think about. But then when there's other people there, it's like, oh, I just, I happen to be going just a little faster than the person right in front of me. So I'm just like, and <laughs> poor town, poor town, <laughs> you got it. So, um, but yeah, it's fun. I did not understand how to do death race. And then Falcon explained to me how to do death race and I'm still bad at it. And I haven't even <laughs> won one of it. 
I haven't won it once, um, but you know, it's fun to fun to give it a go anyway. And uh, yeah, so all that said, playing a little bit of F Zero X, and um, probably not going to play it too much. But I could envision if an if a new F Zero came out and was um, just even just the most standard F Zero experience, but modern or whatever, I think I'd play it a good bit is is what i'm learning about it so like basically all that said i would still love it for them to like really expand the franchise like we've talked about lots of times but mm. even if it was just like kind of straight across the board you know like here's f-zero but modern like i i think i would have a really good time with it so yeah f-zero so that's one of the things i've been playing what about you uh have i played anything <laughs> and mario kart uh-huh right. um i think i just played smash and mario kart i didn't even play okay. i think i'm done with arceus i'm, yep. I'm over it yep. um even for stream it's boring for stream now yeah um, right. which is unfortunate um but yeah smash mm-hmm. i went to the tournament the tournament was so yeah. terrible oh <laughs> terrible. no not in good. what way and like logistically for the most part um we got to the tournament like a couple minutes late so they dq'd a, they double dq'd us out of doubles which is dumb oh. because our match didn't even start, but they DQ'd us out of the first match. And then uh, some tournaments or most that I've been in anyway, if you're late for one match, they'll DQ you for that match. And then you go to loser's bracket, but they just double DQ'd us. And then we went mm. up because you have to find your freaking pool captain. You have to find the guy to be like, oh, this is your match. And then this is the setup that you go to. And then you play the yeah. video game. And we went up to uh the the main to and we were like yeah, we need to find our pole captain he's like oh okay well there's this guy he'll he'll mm-hmm. help you find your your pole captain and the guy that he told us to go to was like oh it's the guy in the red shirt we went to the guy that he pointed at in the red shirt the guy in the red shirt that he pointed at wasn't the right guy in the red shirt oh no and he took us back to the guy that pointed at the guy in the red shirt and then said yo um i'm not their pole captain you gotta show them the pole captain he's like oh it's the other guy in the red shirt we went up to the other guy in the red shirt and he brought us to a different guy in the red shirt who actually was oh captain. my goodness um, and then he was like man i called you guys three times times you know i whispered your name into the wind and you didn't come so i don't know what to tell you you're dq um, wow. and that was at 10 a.m we we woke up at like eight to get ready to go to this yeah. tournament at 10 a.m um and my match didn't start until 6 p.m so my singles bracket match didn't start until 6 p.m luckily sierra of twitch.tv slash sierra press plus ultra was there mm-hmm. with us and she had her car. So we went back to Lee's place and we played the <laughs> video game. And, you know, nice. they Thai food. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so we went back to the tournament for my bracket at six. Mm-hmm. And that sucked for a whole nother reason. I get to my pool. I go to my match. I fight this dude. I, I'm not going to say his name because he's cringe. <laughs> and I don't, <laughs> I don't want to, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't, don't want to out people. <laughs> but I'm playing this game. He has his whole posse. <laughs> he has like oh, cheerleaders no. in the background and oh, no. I'm fighting him. He's an inkling player. Um, <laughs> he'll grab me. And then if I like, whenever he grabbed me and would up throw me, cause that's inklings only real kill confirm is mm-hmm. they grab you. They throw you up in the air and then they up air you every time he grabbed and threw me. This is him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man>. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> freaking losing his mind <laughs> in the chair next to me and then his whole posse in the background is like yeah you got him you got up smash and i'm sitting 
I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, is this allowed? They're allowed to do this? <laughs> yeah, man. So I did not win that match. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the next match was sort of the same. It was, mm-hmm. it was unfortunate, but I know for next time I got to bring headphones. I got to be ready for people to be physically degenerates next to me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it, it was frustrating to 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 have to deal with that, and like losing is whatever, but losing mm-hmm. because of somebody like, mm-hmm. you know, like having an uh, <laughs> like needing to be exercised next to me is is od. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, that's so frustrating. Yeah, that's. I mean, and also, you know, it's yeah, it feels like the kind of thing where you've said this before, but just like being familiar with and getting used to like, like the culture of being. Yeah, exactly. Like that's just a different thing. I mean, same goes for like, you could be the best guitarist in the world at home and then go and play a concert in front, you know, at a bar or something where you can't hear right. Like as soon as the circumstances are different, it's like had audio. uh No oh, setups except for if you were on stream. Legitimately which weird. Only two possible um, yeah. set like two matches concurrently. Yeah. They had two different streams. You could only be one of those two and you have audio. The rest of the matches, no audio. Oh man. Which I mean, I definitely remember you saying in multiple times earlier on that like you use audio for cues. I use the audio and the, a, a lot. the yeah. rumble to parry and, and yeah, like, right. time for combos and stuff like that. So yeah, that was very unfortunate. But again, yeah. I know next time I gotta bring headphones. <laughs> I'm sorry that was yeah, that's lame. But yeah. I mean, at least got to hang out with Lee and Sierra yeah, and that stuff. That was the like, only that that was the plus. It was like mm-hmm. just hanging out. But I didn't have to spend eighty dollars to do that. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, like <laughs> very unfortunate. Yeah. But hopefully yeah. the next tournament we go to is better ran. Yeah. That tournament <laughs> was not very well ran unfortunately no i did not go to any tournaments um let's see but i also um i played your friends hang with you for free (laughs) (laughs) yes yes. alec do yours just demand cookies is that the the price you gotta pay (laughs) (laughs) no i gotta pay them five dollars each (laughs) oh okay yeah yeah of course under their doorstep um doorstep doormat uh Let's see. Other game that I played, I uh, played a little bit of The Ramp, which is a game, same, uh, it's Code Sync that publishes, who are the same people that yep. did Fogs and Cake Bash and Islanders, which Ooh, Fogs and Cake Bash it. are great. Played yeah. a good bit of them, but man, Islanders, Islanders wasn't so that like It was like in your top five. I think <laughs> it was in my top five. I'm yeah. pretty sure. It's one, like, no joke. I, on a weekly basis, I'm like, maybe I should start up a new Islander island. And I'm like, I don't have time. I don't have time. Like, because I just would get sucked into it. And it's, mm. man, it was just a good time. Um, so I played the ramp, which is like a skateboarding game, which I game might not be the right word because as you pointed out in their marketing, it calls it a digital toy, which mm. I feel like is more appropriate. So it's, yeah. it's a, just a, I don't know, kind of different experience. There's only four different levels and you're just a little character and you the skateboard around uh half pipe and uh pool and uh something else and so like four different little levels that just it's are like a pretty small in like sandbox in the most traditional sense not a yeah. sandbox in the like what mario odyssey has right given people to think of a sandbox <laughs> but like a literal sandbox yeah like here's right. a castle a bucket you know, like that's <laughs> 
yeah so you just you know do tricks and stuff it's uh what was it i was gonna say something but i don't remember exactly what it was so never mind but yeah um i think i think oh like ashley was like so it's kind of like like a fidget spinner sort of yes. thing like it occupies a similar kind of space as that where it's like you wouldn't play it for more than like 10 15 minutes at I a time or whatever super low impact yeah to just kind of mess around with yeah. a little bit yeah so it's i mean it does that um you know it's not for those reasons it's not my favorite skateboard game on switch but mm. you know check it out if that kind of thing sounds like fun to you um but we love the people over at CodeSync. They're they're great. Jack is uh, our friend over there, and he does a real good job. So if that doesn't interest you, remember about Islanders and go check that one. <laughs> or Fogs. Fogs. Or Fogs. Is my favorite. Fogs one. is very fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's just so silly and uh, <laughs> and a lot of good times. Yeah. All then again, we've also played a decent amount of Cake Bash with um, just like yeah, having friends over or whatever. It's a good one because like, it's, it's pretty janky in a way that, um, that just levels the playing field a little bit. Like, cause mm. even if you're good at it, there's a bunch of times where it's like, doesn't quite do exactly what you'd expect. Mm. Um, and against the AI, it, that's frustrating, but <laughs> against other people, totally fine. Cause everybody's just like, you know, somebody who doesn't really know what they're doing could do fairly well and so mm. it's uh it's been fun for those reasons so yep. yep good games so yeah that's uh that's what we've been playing other than i guess now we can go ahead and get to the the main Mario topic Kart. the bread and butter um did you play any of the new course? i did played them last or, night yeah. at like right after they came out uh we played through all of them uh played through the two grand prix and then i went back and played a couple of the levels just like in time trials to like try to suss out any like shortcuts that i might have missed or something along those lines that just check them out a little bit more but yeah what do you what do you think so far i played i want to say half of them okay because i um i mean it's coming out tomorrow relative or it's supposed to come out tomorrow relative to when this goes up. So I mm -hmm. think we're allowed to talk about that. We're allowed to talk about it, right? I don't know. We're I can't remember what thing. it is that you're talking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. We're doing a thing yeah. um, with Zeon. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I came out of that and I saw Bob was streaming and he was playing mm -hmm. it with Dan and Wood and Jackson. Mm -hmm. And I went in Bob's chat and I was like, let me in. <laughs> And then I played with them and then we nice. did two Grand Prix or, you know, Grand Prix like online. It's like you yeah. do four races or whatever. And mm -hmm. in those four races or eight altogether, some of them we played older courses, you know, some, gotcha. some of the right. races, same course multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, so, oh yeah. Online and Grand Prix isn't the same. It's not just the four yeah, sequential. It's not like pick it's this just, thing. And it's, it's, it's uh, more like playing a versus a locally. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I couldn't really get a feel for the courses um, yeah. in that in that environment. But I mean, they seem neat. I don't yeah. like most of my um, exposure to these courses is people complaining about the courses <laughs> because the grass texture is not good enough. Or yeah, something. right. <laughs> so um, I'll I'll give some thoughts on the specific courses real quick, um, and w uh, more just I guess the how they turned out in this game as far as functionality goes more so than i don't like i don't care about the grass texture or any of that stuff like yeah sure it's okay. great when things 
look have nicer grass textures i guess but it it doesn't impact my enjoyment of it whatsoever um i will say most of these felt kind of i think the transition from tour to mario kart 8 um there's uh kind of just like a base level i'm trying to think of the right words to say this but like different philosophy in the purpose of levels in tour versus in mario kart 8 deluxe so a lot of them feel just a little bit short or just a little bit like they're missing something and i, I it's not that surprising because i think um like the aspect ratio being or not the aspect ratio but the you know portrait versus landscape mode that kind of thing like that mm. changes some of those things so there's just a whole bunch of stuff there but i will say most of these levels i would say at least are kind of mid there's one or two that i think are kind of not that particularly great there's two that i think were super the ninja hideout level is like probably one of my favorite levels in the whole game now yeah I played um, that one. That one's yeah that one like it having the multiple different paths and stuff like i i'm very here for that mm -hmm. so um yeah but more specifically i paris promenade was or promenade was like fine i think it looked really nice like i like the aesthetic of it a lot um but I, I it felt a little bit easy to get lost sort of um functionally and just like everything kind of looks kind of similar so that was a bit of a thing um some other standout ones choco mountain was did you play that I one play that one though okay it's it is it's weird because it's it is very similar to the n64 one but it feels more different um and the n64 one if you go back and look at it like i watched the i think game explain put up a video of like mm -hmm. the two levels each of the levels side by side and that was when i was like man it if they just did it faithfully to the original it would be boring like really boring <laughs> and it's still it's like most of these levels are still kind of boring like they didn't add that much pizzazz to them um but when you go back and look at the originals like they are better than the originals um other than maybe in certain kinds of feel or something like that mm -hmm. so yeah generally speaking i think i'm having a good time with it i'd be I'm curious to see what other levels get added, um, which is spoiler alert, what we're going to be talking about for a good chunk of time here in a minute. But, um, but yeah, even Ashley was also saying like, yeah, I mean, I just, I wasn't in love with those levels. Like they were fine. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's just more for me. Well, granted, I'm not the hugest Mario Kart fan. I like Mario Kart. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fun to play every once in a while. And I think that them adding any new course is enough for me to like want to play it more because yeah. they're new courses that I don't know and haven't seen a thousand times. Mm -hmm. um, but for the most part, that's all. That's the extent of what I want. It's like, yeah. oh, okay, this is new scenery. Mm -hmm. Cool, I'll play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, know, like I'm not looking for the most intricate course. I'm not looking to be blown away by any any particular aspect about it. I mm -hmm. just want different courses for yeah. the video game. Yep. Um, and from what I've played, they do that. So fine <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah i think the the one th i listened to um uh alex and felix over on nintendo life had a discussion talking about the levels and one of the things they kept bringing up was the fact that these levels feel a lot shorter or mm -hmm. that, that they feel true. short true, um true, true. which i'll uh, for some of them at least i'll agree but mm -hmm. i think some of it is a little bit kind of just a 
to be because they mentioned a couple of times that they were playing on like 200 cc or 150 cc or something like that i think in general mario kart 8 is so much faster of a game even at lower speeds because like every jump is a boost and every Mm -hmm. boost is a boost and every time you fly that's a boost so like boosts are happening all over the place so just in general even on lower speeds just more opportunities to get the level over with faster are happening Mm -hmm. to where like if i think back to is so you know I would love to see Wario Coliseum from Double Dash come to uh, come to this game. That level only typically has two laps in it. And if I think about that level now as having only two laps, I, like I feel like at this point it would just it would just have three laps anyway because we'd go through it so much quicker, something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's interesting. Um, yeah, the the one thing that I'll say about these levels is um just kind of feel wise is i think mario kart 8 base levels like the new levels especially feel more like um an adventure in some regards like there's sort of a story being told through the things that are happening in the progression of different like you're going in this section and then there's this next section and then there's another section after that and something about like the progression feels like um different areas of the same level are more different from each other even in simple mm-hmm. levels like the i don't know mario circuit or something like that it feels a little bit more like different sections are unique and more of these levels so far feel like all of their sections are pretty um similar to each other yeah but still, it's just fun to play. So like, I don't really care that much. I'll yeah, I'll play more of it and like, you know, beat the, try to get gold star or gold medal three stars on 200cc. See how I fare with that. Don't have high expectations for a hot minute for myself, but I don't know. Yeah, it's fun. I agree. Yeah. It's Mario Kart and that is enough. <laughs> I am all. Yep. So... That said, let's take a look at, um, uh, we can kind of figure out on the fly exactly how we want to do this, but I've got a spreadsheet that our good friend Mark made, or Merck in, um, in Discord, yep. that has every single course and um, from which games that it's in, and um, also where they have returned in, in new games. So I'm gonna share my screen. Let's see here. Share screen. And yes. And there it is. My, it always tries to show this little top bar thing. Get it out of here. Okay, whatever. We'll do that. There we go. Fixed it. Kind of movie there. Okay, so what I've got on the left hand side is a spreadsheet, which is pretty much that's AJ's dream. Um, he just wants to build spreadsheets till cows come home sure. from their moo moo meadows. So we've got each of these games. So like, these are all the levels from super and I've filtered out the ones that are already in Mario Kart eight deluxe. So, um, so these are only going to show us these other ones and then, uh, yeah, we'll just have those. And then on this side, I wanted to have pictures for them in case we didn't remember what was what yep, yep, yep. and that kind of thing. So I, I, I will say there are some of these games that I don't know particularly well. Um, like I've never played Mario Kart Super Circuit and never played Mario Kart DS. So I played, um, see the thing about it is like, I've played every Mario Kart game, mm-hmm. uh, excluding like Japan only. 
arcade <laughs> ones or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, but like the only ones that I know at any real you know level is uh-huh. the ones in Mario Kart 8 and Mario Kart. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean to some extent 64, but even that it's like I'll mostly play Mario Kart 64 for block for it and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel that. Yeah, I mean like so my I'm pretty intimately familiar with Double Dash, mm. Wii, um and to a lesser extent 7. I like I played a good amount of 7, but um I know that I'm not as intimate with it just because like somebody I tweeted something about levels and stuff and like which ones do you guys want to see and somebody mentioned a level from Mario Kart 7 and I had to look it up and I was like oh I totally remember that one now but I never it never would have just like come to mind outside mm-hmm. of that so you know it's lower on that tier list of games for me but uh and I've I've played Mario Kart 64 some but I don't think I've ever played all of it um like I don't think I've played every single level, so mm-hmm. so yeah, uh, yeah, it'll just be interesting. Oh, this isn't loading the whole page. Whatever, we'll figure it out. All right, first up, Super Mario Kart. Uh, this one's gonna be either really easy or really hard, just because like I don't know these levels quite as well. So yeah, um, I <laughs> I'm probably gonna cheat and say ones that I've seen come back in other games. Mm-hmm. you know so like i know well, are uh, there any that hold on what are the ones that haven't come back if there are any of those so that have like never come back at all yes. oh okay yeah, yeah yeah so it looks like bowser's castle one has never come back i would pick that yep that's one i would pick okay so i'm gonna put f4 in our thing okay which that one looks like that i guess which i mean they've done a pretty good job in the past of taking even the snes ones that are pretty boring and making them and be interesting to them to make yeah exactly and yeah. that's why that's why i would pick that yep if it never came back yep so yeah good choice that's fun especially for ones that like i'm not super familiar with anyway so uh-huh. it's not like i really want to see this course <laughs> back. you know it's like the only ones that are memorable to me on any level like that are the rainbow roads um, right yeah so i would say like if there's a rainbow road in a game that's not in mario kart 8 right now i think it should probably be in the game <laughs> uh-huh yeah somebody I, maybe it was stealth on twitter pointed out that the um like the blue shell that they call it the spiny um tour mm-hmm. or whatever not tour cup um that's going to be coming the like last one should be four different rainbow roads and i think that would be so good just like mm-hmm. have just a bunch of rainbow roads all in one thing like yeah i'm all here for it yeah um as a second one so i'd say yeah if we're picking like three from these I do want to pick, um, I think it's this Ghost Valley one that I particularly like. Um, or maybe there's one that is actually in tour that's that's pretty good and they did a good job with in tour. Um, I think it's Ghost Valley one actually. So I don't know. Uh, it could either, I'd, go, I'd go either way. One of these two Ghost Valleys that, uh, that are in here, mm. either the one that came to tour or the one that was on Mario Kart Wii that I liked on Mario Kart Wii. Um, I'll call that alt. And then one more from these ones that we don't have very strong opinions on. <laughs> I guess we could pick another one, like you said, that's never come back. Yeah. Are they, 
which ones have never um koopa beach oh i take back what i said about the ghost valleys let's continue that logic ghost valley three has never come back so yeah well, there we go. we're gonna say that one because i've never played it so i like the aesthetic of those they're fun but um yeah if that's never come back then there you go and then the other ones that have never come back are let's see we've got one bowser's castle there's koopa beach uh, another bowser's castle another bowser's castle and mario circuit four between those Ooh. give us your pick koopa beach i guess koopa beach all right all right it's about to start getting more interesting because we actually know what we're talking about now <laughs> <laughs> okay so mario kart 64 mm-hmm. these are pretty i think wario stadium 64 looks like the only one that's never come back before yeah we already have wario yeah uh, we'll get the wario course that's in the freaking like dirt bike <laughs> mm-hmm. situation i don't remember what that one's called um maybe it's called i think it's called wario stadium i think there's just a bunch of those well there yeah, we go we, <laughs> yeah so yeah i'm i'm fine with not having another one of those specifically so yeah some other ones let's see there's oh that one's already oh, here Momo farm <laughs> I think that's already. Is that different from Moo Moo Meadow? It's, I don't oh, know. Oh, it is. <laughs> yes, it, it is different. One's Moo Moo Farm, one's Moo Moo Meadow. Yep. That'll give Bob another course to pick. <laughs> Does he really like Moo Moo Meadow? Is he that always thing? picks Moo Moo oh, Meadows every time. <laughs> um. Uh, let's see. I don't. Yeah, I don't have super strong feelings about it. I think Sherbert Land, if I remember right, is pretty good. We've got Royal Raceway. I'm down. Oh, Calamari Desert. That one's been back several times in other things, but I'm going to say that one just because it's it's a good time yeah, with the train and stuff, you know? True. And then... Cool. Hmm. I feel like they could do something interesting with Luigi Raceway. Maybe they couldn't. I don't know. But that's like a classic one. No, just the first one. Hmm. Luigi doesn't get enough love in this game. <laughs> it's true. Granted, he hasn't had overall, a whole year in I'm years. Not down, I'm not down with Luigi overall. Smash Bros. <laughs> has ruined my opinion of Luigi. <laughs> but but in this game, he's hilarious. There he you go. Looks at you, looks at you like he's he wants you to die. So angry. Yeah. Maybe we just bring back only the Luigi-based levels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here we go. Again, another one that I really don't know basically at all. So this is, oh, does this one even have the levels pictures? Um, oh, no. That's not very helpful at all. I don't know. Okay, based which on ones that. have never come back? So this is the GBA. What's interesting is I've, it looks like a bunch of these have never come back. And okay, honestly, like the- there's some good ones that came from GBA, like uh, the um, Ribbon Road that's in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That one's mm-hmm. from GBA originally. Yep. Cheese Land is from GBA originally. DLC. Um, yep. Original game. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yep, 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 yep. So actually, I'm going to look at these pictures are kind of nice. I'm, I'm here for these in the end. They're just fun. Um, um, let's see. Just ones that have never come game. back. Snowland has never come back, and that one looks. I don't know, kind of fun. I'm not picking Snowland. Snow is cringe in this game. 
else though. Um, ooh, what's this? What's Lakeside Park? I'm down for Lakeside Park. Yeah, is I don't know what that one is. Over but... there? <laughs> what? Looks like it. Just a mountain. I think it's a volcano, and that's. I wild. mean, Louis. I mean, Wario and Donkey Kong are straight up on fire. Like magma oh, no. is has killed them. <laughs> Yoshi Desert is that in the video game? I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Yoshi, Yoshi doesn't. No, Desert. that one's never been back either. They have a Yoshi Sphinx in there, man. Oh, dude, that's awesome. No, these pictures are great, actually. Yeah. Um. Okay, so Sky Garden did come back. That one's in there. Also, Rainbow Road. Yeah. Yoshi Desert, Rainbow Road, and what was the other one? <laughs> um. Luigi Circus or something. And uh, Lakeside Park. Oh, that one. Okay. Which good. is volcanoes. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, the nice thing with these ones too is because it's like more. I don't know. They couldn't do quite as much on the GBA. I feel like they mm-hmm. can take more creative liberties. Exactly. You know, so that's kind and of make fun. it like a whole new thing. Yeah. Nice. Hopefully those ones come back. Cause that, I mean, honestly, just more GBA ones in general. I'm that seems fun. Okay. Double dash the, I'm not, I'm not literally the goat because, cause eight deluxe is for mm-hmm. sure the best Mario Kart game there's ever been. Um, but Double yeah, Dash is made, just... You just made people angry. Oh, I'm fine with that. It's, it's just truth. I too am fine with making people <laughs> angry. <laughs> but that said, Double Dash is like, it's, I think, my number two. Um, mm, well, fairly safely. Not, I, I think more for nostalgia, less for... Um, in the same way that like I still hold Pokemon Gen 1 in higher guards. Like, it's mm-hmm. super... I don't love the way it controls off the bat. Like, I have to yeah, actually that's why get I, used to it you know i think, ah, I think like, seven's number two for me seven's great yeah seven and we i feel like, is like the physics have kept to, yeah yes right seven is like as close to the like control like how much yeah. control you feel like you have over your cart mm-hmm. that it gets to mario karting you know yep um we is good too but i think the motion controls and we uh tarnish my opinion a little bit. <laughs> do you do you play with like that kind of motion control, or just you no, mean for no, like no, no, for the that's what I'm saying. like it, yeah. it's just because it was like more of our hurdle to play yeah. with anything but motion controls on the wii because you know we doesn't come with <laughs> the necessary controllers right so not everybody <laughs> that i played that game with had like a gamecube controller or mm-hmm. like a wii classic controller or whatever so sometimes yep. you gotta play with the wii remote and that's not fun um yeah so that kind of like made me not like mario kart wii as much so I'd put I'd probably say like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and 8 same game. Yeah. Um right. <laughs> then seven, then double dash, then a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say in terms of like just Fantasy. driving and stuff, I I would agree with that for sure. Um yeah, nostalgia has a has a nice bump up for me for mm. double dash, but yeah. But yeah. Um okay, so we've got a couple of these already in the game um like dry dry desert's already in there baby park's already in there yoshi circuit um some other ones but i mean i made a list on dino dino jungle dino dino jungle is good i think i i used to love that one now that it's already come back in tour i'm less excited about it because it's like i've already I've almost like reburnt myself out on well, it I from played. playing into. Yeah, I exactly. Played it at all in tour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I guess because it was also in seven, so that one just feels like 
very familiar, but it's a nice mm. familiar. Like it's a, it's a great level. It's really good. I love the theming and everything. Um, but it's just like, you know, I've seen it more often than other ones, which is totally fine. Um, uh, what's up with the rainbow road in this game? Have they it's phenomenal. It yes. I, I think it is. Like, maybe they brought it's, it back. No, they've never brought it back. Oh, okay. Yeah, double dash. Back. Yeah, man. <laughs> okay. I'm, whatever. We're going, we're doing double for this uh, for no good reason. I, uh, I, I don't want to pick just three. Um, <laughs> Nepotism. Uh, it truly. <laughs> so some, some ones that I would say, I'll let you pick the third one of these. Um, the ones that I would put out there as like worth it are, uh, let's see, Bowser's Castle from this one's really good. But honestly, I think I judge the levels that I like partly based on their shortcuts. Like mm. if they have fun shortcuts, even if they're hard, then that like just bumps it up, you know, by mm. quite a bit. So that's, you know, that's a factor for sure. But the problem is sometimes, um, like, sometimes they'll get rid of shortcuts on levels and then that feels bad <laughs> because it's like oh man like i knew this one for having this and then now it's different and a little bit less fun because that was the thing that made me like that level so much in the first place so um so yeah bowser's castle has a fun shortcut um wario coliseum i don't think has great ones but it's just a good level dk mountain has come back once but it's also just a great level good shortcut too um mushroom city mm, all right i'll say those four are like my yeah uh i mean mushroom city seems like the the one that is the most different from what we currently have in the video mm, i feel that yeah that makes sense because like the 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 like less interesting part about like returning courses for me mm -hmm. a lot of the time is like oh so this is just another one of these ones you know? right <laughs> with the way. exceptions of rainbow roads yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. those can all come back is what we've said but yeah no i i feel that we're like especially the one like i don't know toad circuit or whatever coming back in this past batch is kind of like it's it's fine that it's here but it's definitely boring all things considered mm -hmm. it's just going around a track there's no like aesthetics going on it's just just there daisy cruiser also is cool daisy cruiser is cool yeah i feel like that one gets uh gets a lot of love um and i'm i'm i feel good about it yeah all right so did you play ds you said yeah i played ds okay I had the um, Mario Kart DS DS. Ooh, Didn't I tell that story before? Oh, um, yes. I don't and know I wanted, what it was, but I, I wanted a blue it. DS, and I was like, I want a blue DS. And my grandma was like, I I'm buying this one. Don't tell me how to spell the lighting. I was like, all right. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> all right. That's really funny. Oh, okay. I, already though, I'm seeing several from here that I really like that have come back in other games. Um, yeah. A bunch of these were back in, it looks like a, like a lot of them have come back in other, at least we or seven. I think TikTok um, clock is in seven. <laughs> uh, TikTok clock is in eight. Oh yeah. That's um, Delfino that. square was in. We Yoshi falls was in. We peach gardens was in. We, those ones are all good. Uh, DK pass was in seven. I think, uh, I think Wario stadium does it say maybe that's the warrior stadium we have no 
Oh no, no, that Wario Stadium is the um I think is the GameCube one. I don't know. And Luigi's Mansion is in eight. Wow, there's so many good levels in this game. <laughs> um Rainbow Road. Yep. I mean, sure, we'll put it there for oh, I think that one might already be in. Um, oh no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's yeah, not no, either. I think what we have is uh, the Mario Kart Eight one. Yep. The SNES one. Yep. And N sixty four. N sixty four one. Yep. You're right. The Mario Kart Eight one is a little not disappointing, but it's just kind of un Rainbow Road. It's like yeah, it's like grounded Rainbow Road. Like, yeah. This is, you know, <laughs> it's like the DC movies Rainbow Road. Yes. Kind of thing, yeah. One hundred. Which is fine, but like I I like it better when it's just. A rainbow, you're you know, on like, a rainbow. It's not yeah. like a, a satellite, yeah, <laughs> that has like rainbow stained glass, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what? Here's a hot take maybe instead of choosing all the rainbow roads, we just those are a free pass that also come with our other three choices, you know, instead of them uh -huh, using up. Uh -huh. I mean, then we'd have to go back, whatever, we can just go back and do other one or pick one more from each. Um, so so we're doing four each. Rainbow Road is a given in all of them. That's just mm -hmm. the new rules as of now. Um, otherwise, though, I know some popular ones are uh, Airship Fortress. People want that. Um, mm -hmm. And I've played that on... That, that was on 7, right? I don't um, remember. <laughs> I think so. Looks like it, yeah. It relatively recently. Yep. But yeah, I thought that one was, that one was cool. Yeah, was uh, cool. What about you? You want to pick another one? Waluigi Pinball. Oh, classic. Yes. I almost forgot that was from this game. Yep. And then, oh man, this is hard. There's so many good. I I really like DK Pass. If it's the one I'm thinking it is, is that, um, was that in, that was in seven. What was the one on Wii? There's, there was one on, there was a DK Summit. Okay. On from Wii. And then, on Wii? That seems no. Like yeah, this seems like it's too close. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So there's DK Pass on DS, DK Summit on Wii, and then DK Pass came back on seven. So I don't remember off the top of my head which ends, which actually ended up being which because they kind of occupy a similar mind space for me. But I think DK Summit is the one that I particularly like of the two. So we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, so I'll use. I'm going to say Peach Gardens, honestly. It feels kind of boring, but I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one that I think about every once in a while. I'm like, that was a fun level. Oh, man, no, but Delfino Square. Oh, well. Right. Nah, I'm changing it. Delfino Square. There we go. Okay, moving along. We're at the Wii now, so we're getting pretty close. Um, putting Rainbow Road by default. Yep, yep, yep. Because that's the way it works. Going to scroll down over here to the levels. They're going to be a little bit cut off because of, <laughs> there should be a whole other thing here, but because of the way the website is working. Oh, so. There you go. Whatever. Not a big deal. Okay. Um, off the top of your head, any from Wii that you specifically want back? Uh. I mean, we have Coconut Mall. We have mm -hmm. Mushroom Gorge. Is that anything? No, it's not. Again, no. Yeah, not yet. 
Toad's Factory is not mm-hmm. in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Wario's Gold Mine, Grumble mm-hmm. Volcano. Um, yep. The Factory, the Toad's Factory. Yeah, Factory's fun. Uh, I'm going to... Oh, yeah, it's your turn. Wait. Oh, no, I was just going to say, Maple Treeway is kind of a given, so I'm just going to yeah. chuck that in there. Um, Koopa Cape, which... Oh, is that the one that goes... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's... It goes underwater or into a, like, pipe underground and stuff. Mm-hmm. That one's so good. What a good level. That I just... Sure. I mean, that was two ways of saying the exact same sentence. But... Meadows. It's already in the game. Yes. There it is. Man, uh, yeah, Mario Kart's so good. Like, you know, what did we do to deserve such a fun time? Like, every single one of these just has uh, memories and stuff. Oh, man, DK Summit's there, but we already picked four. So, sorry, DK Summit. Maybe next time. Um, All right, and now from seven. So, we're, we're doing a good job. Rainbow Road, by default. Also a good Rainbow Road. It's the one with, like, the... Okay, Mario Kart 7, yeah, I think, was the first one to like, do. You're on the moon. You're on the moon. And it's the one that it has sections instead of laps. And I'm always a big fan of that. Mm. Um, like the Mount Wario. And I'm going to go ahead and pick a second one on here um, uh, that somebody else pointed out on Twitter. And I can't remember who off the top of my head. Maka Woohoo. That was the one that was like, I don't even remember that level. Mm. But it also has, it's like Woohoo Island or whatever, but it has seven, er, three sections instead of. Um, instead of laps and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's good. Okay. And then you get two in that case because I just grabbed those uh, two. What was the one I was going to... I thought oh, wait, let me pull up the pictures. Ahead of time. Is it Cheap Cheap? I think it's Cheap Cheap. Cheap Cheap Lagoon. That sounds familiar. Cheap Cheap Lagoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, one. I remember that one. That one's fun. That and then... Also, like, most of these ones are in Mario Kart Tour, so mm-hmm. um, feels pretty safe uh... that any of them could come back. Is the, the mountain, the uh, Rock Rock Mountain? Mm-hmm. I was hoping you'd guess, you'd pick that one. <laughs> yeah, that one's really good. Um I, people seem to have like, yeah, I know Shy Guy Bazaar has come up a couple times when people have talked about stuff. I've just mm. seen it on Twitter, at least, that people have picked that. But yeah, Rock Rock Mountain, I think, is is a really good, just fun level. It does, it kind of fills some of the same gap that um, DK Mountain does yeah, with, while one, being a little so bit there different. We, go. <laughs> we didn't. There you go. Yeah. Um, all right. We can do one last lap to grab a third one from some of these games if we want. Um, I'm just going to randomly pick for super because why not? Um, another one that hasn't been back. Mario Circuit 4. Why not? Okay. Um, one, a fourth one from, from 64. We can go. Oh, Jungle Parkway. That's a fun one, right? Sure. Fun. Uh, GBA, I'll let you pick. Uh, Boo Lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? My turn for Double Dash? 
I never would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't planned, but I'm taking it. DK Mountain, come on. I thought we already had more on here. We already had more than everything nope, else. We only have three. We didn't start that <laughs> till DS. We did it. We're we're successful. <laughs> all right, that's it. We picked all the levels. Um, I mean, technically, there's going to be more than those, and maybe none of these ones specifically would be there. But um, yeah, I'll good list. More new one. Here, let's do like mostly either new ones or ones that are basically new ones because they're on a console that like you know like yep. snes or gba like mm -hmm. i i definitely agree with that that would be really fun yeah it's i mean it is tricky because it seems like based off of these ones like there is an element like i i don't really care graphically speaking if it feels phoned in or whatever a little yeah. bit like that's As fine I, like it's going to look better than every other mario kart game ever right the the like them not putting like that that extra little bit of texture detail on the on the on the freaking leaf <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, I, don't, I don't care about that <laughs> i don't care about that yep but yeah i will say i mean i think the if they phone in the mechanics or whatever a little bit, I, that is kind of disappointing. Like if, mm -hmm. if it feels like they just, you know, basically plopped the same level in here, um, then that's, yeah. I mean, so like Coconut Mall is an example of like, it's not that, but it, it's oh, maybe God. a little bit <laughs> that, you know, um, where the main thing of just like, yeah, I don't know. It feels... Uh, I was it feels fine by the the influencer chat because they're trying to play valorant <laughs> oh interesting <laughs> like they called you on your telephone no they called on discord oh. it's a group thing so like they're trying to play valorant and they called everybody in the group thing that's hilarious i mean you could multitask just do both at the i'm same not time, playing you know? valorant i gotta install windows no absolutely not <laughs> that's hilarious all right, I'll, I'll stop sharing my screen. I'll take a picture of this and uh, we'll do something with it. But yeah, it's been on screen for a minute now to be able to see what everything is. Nice. Um, yeah, so, okay, yeah, there you go. That's everything. Stop sharing. We did it. We did it. Success. All things considered, yeah. I just, I think this is a, a grand old time. Um, there is part of me that wishes a little bit that like as i was playing last night and it was eight new levels i part of me was like man i kind of wish it was just all of them <laughs> you know <laughs> like um because it's it feels yeah, a little bit if they did if they did all of them i'm playing mario kart three times this this month yeah right <laughs> and i'm never touching it <laughs> but this way they got yeah. me what three more releases or whatever five more five more yep yep so, there we go oh yeah it's i mean it works and like yeah i mean it's the smart business idea for sure where like it gets it being talked about frequently and um yeah it just makes sense people like people are just still buying this game like what's yeah, yeah. i do I wonder, wonder how much this like if if there's going to be like an uptick I think like Japan is going to be our, our best like barometer. Oh, that's very uh, true. I mean, already it was showing up number one on the eShop. However, it might have also, I wonder if it if you buy DLC on a game or the base game, I wonder if both of those put the game in the charts. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I, I don't 
I don't really know. So it could be that it was just a bunch of people buying the DLC, in which case then it would go up there. But I mean, I'd imagine at least some people now that the game's like back and happening and stuff like that, whether they skipped it because they have it on um, on the Wii U or they just never played it because they didn't. And yeah, no, you're right. Japan's going to be an interesting like, yeah. metric next I week. I feel like the amount of people that like outright skipped it Mm-hmm. because they had it on wii u it's pretty low because like yeah I, I, like there's definitely like a lot of people that initially did that and mm-hmm. then they got peer pressured and had to buy it anyway <laughs> um, yeah so it's no I, I i definitely yeah that makes sense i it's a lot of people talk to big talk towards the early days of switch in general yep. especially mm-hmm. you know like yeah why do i need this thing if i already have this thing it's like well are you going to plug in your Wii U? Like, is that what's going to happen? Absolutely. Like, okay, not. no, probably not. <laughs> so, yeah, the um, it'll be specifically interesting to see what all happens with Mario Kart 9 and stuff down the road and, like, looking back at this in retrospect and seeing how these two things panned out. And that's not, that's a conversation for another day, but um, still curious, nevertheless. Um, also, we've been curious for a while about Monster Hunter Sunbreak. And we need to be curious no longer because it's true. They did a digital thingy because they did a thing. They um, so much stuff <laughs> like new monsters and new story and stuff, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's about all that we're going to end up saying about it because neither of us are playing. I don't Monster know anything Rise. about this, but I might play it. Yeah. Like Capcom, hook it up. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. That <laughs> um, I wonder if you have to beat the base game to be able to play it. It said you just had to. Oh, you don't? Okay. Beat, there's like a certain mission that you had to beat or something. Gotcha. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I got an email. <laughs> I got some emails. So maybe. Yeah. Might. Might maybe interesting yeah i mean this is you know i've got a bunch of these kinds of games but this is another one of those where like if i had no other games to be playing at the time i'd probably go back and keep trying to play more monster hunter rise because like i just i just barely got to the point where i was like okay i kind of get the gameplay loop i mean i understand the gameplay loop regardless but like where i you know like you was like it correct for you personally yeah you i was just kind of about to get that spot was right around there and then i don't know something else came out or something so just um didn't really stick with it and i do think like playing with other people seems like a pretty significant thing that's the entirety of it for me like the game itself i don't really care Mm -hmm. but like i'm down to play with other people Mm -hmm. so yeah there we go good uh it comes out june 30th and uh this june already like I was just thinking about this the other day, just like specifically between now and summer for Nintendo is just packed. It's like I truly could be one of the best summers for at least for the switch, but maybe for a Nintendo console in at least a long time. Um, mm. And I guess it depends like how you consider all those things, but in terms of just number of first party releases, like it's up there for sure. Yeah, Like that right there, like that part is objective. Like, yeah, people mm-hmm. can be like, "Oh, I don't like any of these games." It's like, yeah, but like, millions of people do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, hang on, I'm gonna pull up the, um, 
I'm taking a look at my spreadsheet because I forgot um, what all. So yeah, I mean, this summer, just in June, we've got Mario Strikers, Fire Emblem Warriors, Three Hopes, this, which is, you know, <laughs> Switch exclusive, but uh, besides PC, I guess maybe. Um, Splatoon 3 in the summer, whenever, sometime mm-hmm. in the summer. Yeah. Uh, I still don't know if we decided... Alec, I think you corrected us last time. If it's live alive, live a live, live a live, live alive. I don't know. Lives alive. But that one also that's coming out in July and um and then uh yeah, all that kind of stuff. So just there's a bunch of stuff this summer. Good times. True. Good times indeed. Uh Leev. That's how I'm going to say it from now on. All right, but uh, but that's it. I don't have a whole lot to say about Monster Hunter Sunbreak, so, but very glad that it's announced. Many monsters are going to be hunted. The sun is broken. Yes, indeed. And the sun is broken, and so is GameStop. Um, specifically, <laughs> I actually, I this didn't make the rounds, I don't think, in terms of like, I didn't see this as it came out, but I was just like looking for articles, and I was like, what? Um, so... Reggie left GameStop because he was on the board um, mm. for a couple of years now. He was on the board directors or something like that. Uh, right? Board of directors? Yeah. Yeah. Something within that sort of kind of thing where it's like mm. he's related it's to it, but not advisory like board or something. Some, yeah, exactly. Like that kind of thing where he's, um, but he, he left the board of directors um, mm. or whatever it was. Oh, this probably, yes. Okay. The former head of Nintendo America, Reggie Fizeme, has told an audience at South by Southwest why he decided to step down from GameStop's board of directors. All right. Mm-hmm. Good job, us. Reggie says that the company wouldn't explain to him how they would turn around their ailing retail business. Because of that, he couldn't continue work alongside them. And he also said the GameStop leadership rebuffed his ideas. Reggie stepped down from the board of directors after serving barely a year with GameStop. And the quote is, there has not been an articulated strategy leadership says we don't want to articulate our strategy because we don't want it to be stolen to me that was not acceptable (laughs) this is that was the whole reason i put this article in here what a ridiculous thing stop game stop game stop (sighs) terrible yeah terrible company (laughs) man i okay yeah so a i mean very much (laughs) Alex said, no one wants to steal any GameStop strats. Very true. Like, I, that's not, uh, that's not a strong currency. <laughs> like, but um, yeah, I just, I just thought that was really, really funny. And specifically the part of like them not even listening to Reggie's ideas. Like that's, I don't know. Like, yeah. You know, like what? What is the point weird. of having him? Well, I the point of having him there is right. the like the clout. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> the value that his name has of being yeah. associated, and like him just being there to them is enough to be like, see, we're doing pretty good. We got yep. Reggie here. He's mm-hmm. down. <laughs> he thinks we're doing good stuff. Yeah, and he's like, all right, well, what are we doing? And they're like, I don't get to know all that. So he's like, I'm <laughs> dipping. I'm out. I'm yeah. going. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, good thinking, Reggie. He's doing a lot of cool stuff. Like I, I don't remember all the exact details, but like he did a little podcast at some point and like wrote a book and he did some a other stuff. Podcasts and like moderate and like um, 
panels and stuff mm -hmm. and, and talks and yep. talking at like universities and whatnot making i really jokes <laughs> yeah true <laughs> what Alex uh, the, he there was, i think he tweeted something recently he was like here's your mother three and it was yeah, like, he like signed somebody's copy that's what it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man reggie's just a fun guy i really like i love this the arc of you know guy who seemingly as far i don't remember his whole past or anything like that but like mm. doesn't know that much or care that much about gaming games I mean, whatever he, in he particular like beforehand a, right played games like he was a, okay he like played video games in gotcha his personal life <laughs> mm -hmm. but he didn't so come that, from like the game industry right I think he yeah. like worked for nike before he worked for and nintendo. like i think he was this he was something high up at pizza hut at some point too mm, yeah. that's the only one that i remember off the top and of my mtv head. mtv mtv oh okay that one makes more sense too so mm. yeah but just like a fun little arc you know so um similarly fun little arc is uh, triangle strategy uh selling great they seemingly have sold uh, i'm gonna pull up the article because I've, I've seen two conflicting numbers so i'm um, gonna take a look at it has now sold one million copies according to my nintendo news <laughs> yeah wait a minute this um so okay Square Enix and the development team at Ardenic have caused for celebration this evening as they have announced that recently released um, Triangle Strategy has now shifted over 1 million units on Nintendo Switch. Interesting. And then it says Triangle Strategy has sold 800,000 copies worldwide and 20,000 in Japan and Asia. So how do we get to a million huh? from there? What does that mean? I'm confused. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's, I mean, so no matter what it is, saying it's still a lot. This is sold in, not sold through. Yeah, so like a right. million copies are at That's what it seems like. waiting to be sold to consumers. Oh, and also, um, uh, okay, uh, it's a, it's a typo. The tweet says 200,000 in Japan plus Asia and 800,000 oh, in the world. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, but it's not, those aren't cumulative numbers. The 200,000 plus, I think, is within that 800,000. So really, it's oh. at 800,000, I'm pretty sure. Um, again, nevertheless, it's like, that's great for trying, for what Triangle Strategy is. And yeah. like, I don't know, like, that's, that's impressive, you know? So hopefully it keeps up. And, uh, but even if it doesn't, you know, at this point, it's like everybody who wants it can get it, has gotten it, and it's not going to stop them from making more games. Like that's the only, the main thing that sales really matters at is like, can the team stay enough afloat? To, yeah. Enough to tell them like, this is worth making more or not. Yep. And Indeed. hopefully that's enough for the people that want to play those video games. Yep. Me, I am indifferent. <laughs> that's the True. <laughs> um and then the last article i've got is i so i i saw this is the it's the top 10 selling switch games in japan and at first i was like a base yeah from famitsu and i was like well it's just going to be the same as the i mean not the same but pretty close to the same as the top 10 on the switch and that is yeah. not the case yeah Yep. Um, which is a no-brainer in retrospect but it's still interesting to look at yeah, so like we don't have the full top 10 across the board anyway like nintendo doesn't like tell us the million that's sellers, true for the most yeah. part from third party it's just first party stuff it's just them yeah hmm. which safe to assume at this point now that everything's over 10 million in the first in the in their top 10 pretty sure that's going to be their actual 
or the actual top yeah. 10, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I well, mean, you know, uh, we didn't know that Mario plus rabbits was at seven and a half million and yeah. there's a chance that for a minute there, that would have been in the top 10 and we just didn't even know. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, in Japan, number one, animal crossing that matches the same mm-hmm. number two smash, which I think is actually number three yeah, it's number three. on the, yeah. Otherwise. And then Mario Kart eight deluxe, which is normally number one worldwide. So a little bit shifting around there. Um, I'll heck? note. <laughs> I just looked at the rest. Of yes, the list. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so one game that's notably missing from this, uh, which is Biz Breath of the Wild, which is not, and Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. Both of those yeah. yep. are games that it's it's just interesting because obviously they well, cater more to. A, yeah, retrospect. Yeah, right. Breath of the Wild not being there makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Mario, I'm confused by that still. <laughs> that's still confusing. I think um, like Breath of the Wild. Japan don't care about Zelda. Yeah. I mean, even honestly, like Mario is, I guess, Japan don't really more care in the, so. yeah, it's like uh, Mario to me kind of feels, uh, at least 3D Mario feels like in the same kind of genre of Breath of the Wild as like, it's more like it's a platformer, but it's kind of more like adventure game mm. sort of at the same time, you know, like, and that's yeah. something that like we've, we love in the west it's mm-hmm. we can't get enough of it um you know that's why playstation does so well in the west and it's not really doing that great in japan, in japan yeah. because a lot of the things they focus on are like big adventure yeah. games and um i mean but also mostly form factor like that also mostly that. don't care about that like <laughs> yeah. vita was doing i mean relatively well and mm-hmm. that was like one of the that was it was either a, a nintendo game or it was a vita game that was on their charts yeah um now it's just all nintendo yep and i, yeah. I think elden ring peaked into the, the charts one week mm-hmm. another thing i noticed about this list as we keep going to so number four pokemon sword and shield yep excuse me um number five splatoon 2 yep. makes sense uh this is and numbers wise we're looking at the animal crossing is at seven million smash through splatoon is all in the four million range um ring fit adventure three million uh this is the one i think that you were like what um momotaro densetsu yeah, or dentetsu showa heisei no i said to the fact that breath of the wild wasn't there but oh yeah, yeah okay yeah. <laughs> it's just it's so funny that like this game is in the top 10 of all of switch in japan and i have um, no idea what it is <laughs> never heard of it yeah you know or maybe i've heard of it only in the context that like this game's selling great in Japan, you know, like I know I've heard of a Japanese sure game I've or two. That's that. <laughs> that's that, you know, um, see here, let me look it up real quick. Cause I know there's been one game in the past that I saw have had, I think it, I think it was this game. I saw it have a headline at some point and I was like, what even is that? So it came out yeah, in 2020. Never seen this. Um, when in 2020, cause was this pandemic sales? maybe no it was i mean well yeah if it was 2020 in general but yeah that's it's just so funny that that, you know has come out there and hasn't even come out here so it's interesting to me um and then the last one surrounded out minecraft um and then pokemon brilliant diamond and shining pearl uh and then monster hunter rise fortunate for them so the thing that i noticed about this that's interesting just like culturally or whatever is almost all these maybe all of them except for ring fit adventure um are multiplayer games true which 
um like again culturally just like that's interesting because whereas mario odyssey breath of the wild like those kind of adventure games or whatever are single player like you could i mean there is technically some multiplayer in mario odyssey or like you could talk about breath of the wild if people are playing it you know it's i mean it's a single player game so like um it's just it seems like yeah there's a lot more of like collective culture around gaming in a certain way that um i don't know i don't know i, don't know. I feel like that's like it's a little bit of a reach because most of the games in the top <laughs> 10 in america are multiplayer too like, yeah that's the exception even like mario mm-hmm. odyssey and um and breath of the wild are sitting amongst games like mario party you know right like it's yeah. still like pokemon and uh like let's go and um and brilliant diamond are also in our top 10 and that's multi those are two multiplayer games yeah um sword and shield smash mm-hmm. animal crossing mario kart it's like really the only difference yeah. is we care about mario odyssey <laughs> like 3d mario and, and we care about zelda <laughs> yeah. yeah like and i guess that's a lot of what i'm basing it on too is just that like it's interesting that that those things i mean and they those have sold better than any of the others in their own series in japan mm-hmm. but yep. still you still know and i'm also to, yeah, i'm to, saying this yeah as like some dumb white guy that's never been to japan and <laughs> doesn't know the culture at all so i'm i yeah it's totally reading tea leaves at this point i feel but... like for the most part it's kind of the opposite of that in a lot of ways like they they which on i mean on some level it's like they like mobile games and a lot of mobile games are multiplayer in the same mm-hmm. way that like mario kart or smash or whatever like online multiplayer like that type mm-hmm. of thing um but for the most part it seems like they gravitate towards stuff that um just in terms of like form factor are more like insular you know mm-hmm. like outside of the switch before the switch you're not really plugging your vita up to the tv and be like all right everybody let's play right <laughs> i mean you know yeah i mean i see that i i guess what i'm envisioning is more like even in that context people playing their own games together kind of like mm. um you know pokemon being a good ex- even like traditional pokemon i feel like if uh, again i don't know this from experience at all um i wonder if fewer people in japan are mad about the like oh i'm gonna have to buy two copies of this game to be able to trade the pokemon yeah, from the version yeah, exclusive yeah, that sure. feels like yeah. a really western thing to me yeah. i don't know um so but like the i don't know yeah, just the communal like aspect a, like a, a modern western thing <laughs> yeah because uh-huh. modern western people are like i need to communicate with other humans <laughs> cringe <laughs> like, yeah it's like, oh, mm, yep we have devolved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there you go. That's uh yeah, just thought that was an interesting little thing. But with that, we are now at the QA segment of the podcast. And um, let's go. Let's do it. All right. First up from Twitter, Falcon asks, How do you feel about Smash Ultimate now that it's been out for three and a half years? How does it compare to what you had hoped for in a Smash 5? pre-2018 this is smash six fake fan <laughs> sakurai, lol get old nerd uh-huh um, does sakurai <laughs> see them as two different yeah, ones okay that's right because he's an idiot that's hilarious <laughs> um, <laughs> um i mean i like it more i like it mm-hmm. more. every year i like smash ultimate more 
mm-hmm. more than you'd even hoped for whatever you'd hoped for it to be significantly more yeah nice because like smash for like i've always liked smash i've always liked playing smash but i have never liked playing it in the way that i play it now until ultimate um mm-hmm. and a lot of and i joked about this yesterday when we were talking to Dion. um but a lot mm-hmm. of that is because like pokemon trainer and i like pokemon a lot and pokemon trainer yep. is actually good and like there's depth <laughs> there and i can like dig deeper and deeper and deeper yep. but it's also just because like it's such a big game in terms mm-hmm. of like the amount of content that's in it um and there's so much to learn because of that yeah. um also the fact that alongside that which i think regardless of like the game obviously like the game being big and selling like a lot helps this but the scene like the competitive scene of smash um has grown a lot Mm-hmm. through this as well like yeah um there was like that whole thing i think the week before last week when people were um somebody joked about like nobody playing the game except for like people that are hardcore into the game or whatever <laughs> but like on any given weekend they have like they're like top five viewer viewed games on twitch you know uh-huh because it's like they throw a tournament and two hundred thousand people are watching it you know um and like some of the biggest creators on twitch are fans of the game so it's like moist critical turns on smash because he sponsors players and there's fifty thousand people just watching just his stream yeah like smash or whatever um so i think like in that way smash continues to grow and i think that pending um like what nintendo does with the circuit with panda like Mm -hmm. that only stands to exponentially grow it even more than that yeah um I mean, especially it's interesting, like in in my mind, there's a lot of things where, you know, like, oh, there's not new content coming out. That means it's probably going to sunset now and realizing like, nope, people have been like the main Smash platform until now has been Melee, a mm. game that came out and then it was never Whatever patched. That's not a thing. thing. The and thing it's just is like, like you know. the competitive scene is kind of the opposite. It's yeah, like, oh, right. we're done with content sick i can actually yeah. learn how to play the game. exactly yeah i can do combos and stuff and nintendo <laughs> won't patch them out paul you know yeah like, um, yeah and that is it is a nice thing during the time too that like as you know if there was stuff that was good or bad about pokemon trainer that it was you know kind of gonna get worked out in the end to at least trusting that it's like it'll be neutral <laughs> you know mm-hmm. if nothing else like um that like yeah having those patches i'm sure is kind of a nice thing and like the fact that it feels pretty balanced and stuff is good as opposed to you know again older games just they come out and they are what they are and like if there's a bug it's just like well that's that's how it is so it's, you know, yeah. yeah but um that is interesting yeah like you said that like once once stuff is fully landed then you can like try to figure out all the nooks and crannies of it after mm-hmm. the fact there's so much that people do not know about this game. Like, yeah. uh, I listen to like Tweak. He has a podcast mm-hmm. called Tweak mm-hmm. Talks, oh, um, and clever. they talk about all the time. <laughs> they talk about all the time how like pe- nobody's good at this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> people suck at this game, yeah. and, and like th- that is like very obvious when you look at how people that like have been playing melee for the last twenty years play mm-hmm. the game versus like people playing ultimate like yeah and 
melee, if somebody hits you, you're probably gonna die. <laughs> like there's just a lot of that, it's like, that's how ultimate I mean, like um optimized yeah. it is, where it's like, oh okay, I know what which strings I can get off of this thing. Yeah. And I hit you in this specific area. So if you miss this tack, I'm gonna do that. If you don't miss the tack, I'm gonna do that. Mm-hmm. If you you know, like there's there's just so many like uh flow charts that people have optimized over the decades yeah. of melee being out. And like this game in comparison is super young and like every like every few months some mm-hmm. like thing that you would think is like super simple people discover and that completely reshapes the metagame like yep. and my very small like my very like specific uh pocket in smash ultimate with pokemon trainer something as simple as like ivysaur up throw into his up air was like yeah. something that people like quote unquote figured out <laughs> a year into the game where it's like <laughs> oh shoot you can do up throw in the up air because usually what people do is they'll down throw into like his neutral air and then try to get an up air from there but somebody started doing up throw up air and that confirms earlier and you just die because you got hit with up air and you're like yeah. closer to the top blast zone mm-hmm. um that times 80 you know like there's 80 (laughs) characters so there's stuff like that happening with all of these characters Mm -hmm. (laughs) across the board and like some characters that we initially thought were terrible or like actually decent or some characters that we thought were really good are also i mean are actually kind of mid you know yep I mean, it's kind of like, it's crazy because with the amount of speed runs, for example, the like people are still finding new ways to break and uh, break records in Mario 64, which is like the most speed run game of all time. Um, Mm. And, you know, people still are breaking records, which is crazy, Um, you know, all these years later. And it wasn't honestly until, you know, a certain point, like 2017 or something where somebody figured out some strong glitch to be able to do whatever yeah, they fig- um, but also- figure out one thing and that opens up so much more because it's right. like okay well what does this mean in the context of uh-huh. other things that i have been doing and how does this change that and how do i get time off of my yep. run from doing this you know and like it's interesting because it also we're at a time where as complicated as these things are they're also more approachable than ever because of content creators who can like do a like understanding smash you know whatever like at least from a viewing perspective like mm-hmm. i again i haven't watched a lot of content about smash stuff so i guess i i don't know that part from experience but speed runs mm-hmm. for example are like kind of crazy you know it's they yeah, live in a similar I mean, kind of space it, it, and there's somebody that's like able it. to just you know watch a gdc thing and somebody is running the game and someone's sitting next to them being like yeah so the reason you're able to do this is because the <laughs> vectors of the de- whatever yeah. you know i like- mean that's what commentary <laughs> is it's like yeah. like on those tournaments it's like oh this character did blah blah and uh-huh. sorry said byleth is top tier that's <laughs> like that's one of the the dlc characters i still yeah. think it's, it's terrible um well not terrible but not uh-huh. great um very exploitable is it top tier in um in uh violet is winning a lot of stuff because mk leo interesting that's the thing mk leo plays violet (laughs) (laughs) he's like one of the few people that when i watch them play the game like like how i said the tweet Mm -hmm. jokes about like everybody's terrible at this game yeah he's the only person that's not (laughs) he's the (laughs) him and spargo are the only two people that are good at the video game um and like he's good at the game and he's Mm -hmm. like very fast at developing the meta of characters and Mm -hmm. like if you're able to like look at a character and say okay this is what their forward tilt does and Mm -hmm. this is what their neutral be you know like that sort of thing yeah um you can get a general idea of like this character's good and this character's bad he's very good at like identifying the best tools of every character regardless of how good or bad they are and abusing those 
in a way that you won't know what to do about, <laughs> you know, because like he's not yeah. going to go for an option that he knows the character can't do anything mm -hmm. about. So like because um, something that MKLeo does a lot specifically with Byleth, um, mm -hmm. as far as like the non-Leo specific things is Byleth's Nair is very good because mm. it like kind of baits you. It's like you, you land on somebody with Nair and there's like a landing hitbox on there. So like usually mm. when somebody like hits you when they're landing, it's like, okay, you landed and now I can unshield and I can punish you. But yeah. with Byleth's Nair, there's like a, a an extra hitbox when Byleth, uh, like Byleth, nair hits the stage that's like uh -huh. an earthquake hitbox and you oh, have to parry that like actually you have to parry yeah. that <laughs> and because of like how reactable the, the nair is after that hitbox mm -hmm. the only way to true punish it if they space it well is to parry it you have to parry by lift nair to punish that move and yeah Leo knows that, so he uses the nair <laughs> to put you in situations Wait, where it's like, well, you're going to try to drop your shield. Is here. a parry a perfect parry. shield? Is that or uh, what's yeah, a parry? It's like in this game's, it's like this game's equivalent of perfect shield. Where okay, gotcha. Um, before perfect shielding was, you put your shield up right before something mm. hits your shield. Mm -hmm. um, or something would hit your shield. In yeah. this game, you drop your shield within five frames of something hitting your shield. Oh, interesting. Um, okay. So it's like this risk reward of like, okay, well, I'm going to drop my shield for this five frame window, which it takes yeah. 11 frames to drop your shield. So it's, it's, oh, it's you have to preempt it by uh, six yeah. or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What a lot of people do in Japan is like, they just mash the shield button. That never works for me. Like the, the, <laughs> the, something that happens yeah. a lot, like when I'm streaming and stuff, like, mm -hmm. and people have noticed this is I have become pretty good at like parrying. Most times mm -hmm. when people parry in this game, unless you're a top player, Dude, it's an accident <laughs> and like it's very <laughs> obvious when people parry by accident because it's like they mm -hmm. they parry and then they rush to do yep. something aggressive but a uh -huh. lot of times like i'll parry and i'll wait for them to react to the fact that i just parried and i'll go you know and i'll punish yeah. that thing after that or i'll do a direct follow-up that's like there's no way i rushed to do that <laughs> like that was i i buffered an option <laughs> like, yeah um but that move specifically is hard because you have to parry that hitbox you can mm -hmm. if you parry any other hitbox in it, you're going to get hit again. You know. Wow. Yeah. Um. It's it's That's it's so like interesting. A, um. He's he's good at abusing stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, smash that. That's what it is. That's you what, know. What, what I feel so like I could beat MK Leo. Just just give me a yeah, shot. You know. Maybe maybe <laughs> the thing that's hilarious is like during Summit that um tournament that I was talking about before it has like the huge uh prize pool and like yeah it, it's like it has side events and stuff like that that's like one of the side events was all the casters did a crew battle against mk leo and they mm -hmm. all had three stocks it was like like five people versus yeah. just leo and he had oh six stocks all together they mm -hmm. took one stock <laughs> like, it was oh, no. crazy and like <sighs> even the one stock that they took the guy that took the stock SD'd to get the stock. Wow. So it was like, oh it was my like, goodness. he is insane at this video. Game. Yeah. Man. And uh, like, for the record, there was, I, I do not think I could be the Kaleo. That was an inside joke. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's for, uh, you know that, but for everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carry on. Um, but yes, 100%. Yeah. He's very, yeah. Good. Smash is great. I, I like, it's a cool game. Yeah. I mean, I haven't like, as a mostly single player experience kind of thing too. I know that Falcon, I know you're not asking me technically because that's the thing, but even, even so 
I like it a lot. <laughs> I had a really good time playing like World of Light and stuff like that, even if mm-hmm. it was like, you know, it's it's not the best thing in the world, but like it's not functionally big picture wise, it's not the best thing. Like something like Subspace Emissary would have been cooler, but mm-hmm. the minute to minute, like while you're playing it, still super fun and just play Smash, you know. So um, and I've played it in other contexts and it's fun too. So mm-hmm. good stuff. Um, next up, Chris the Butte asks, What's your funniest pet story? Oh, um, I had a cat. Yeah, his name is Cheetah. The reason why I no longer have my cat is because my cat got up on its hind legs and like hollered sand like this, and then it jumped up the stairs. And my sister was like, "Now nah, we got to get rid of this cat." <laughs> um, she oh was no! <laughs> uh, yeah, she was like, "Now nah, we got to get this cat away. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't do this." Um. Okay. I. That it's a good question. I mine's probably like we've got two dogs right now and they're great. Mm-hmm. I love them so much. Um, but like they don't do anything that funny because dogs <laughs> are just like, you know, cute, nice, and fun to be around and stuff. Um, cats are weird and do weird things, and so yeah. I feel like they're always gonna win the funny animal story category. Um, we had we had a cat named Zoe. Um, or still have my parents have her back in Belgium and I haven't seen her in several years and she's 16 now. So I'm a bit nervous. Jeez. Like I need to get back and see her before, before mm. it's too late. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we had a cat named Zoe and then, uh, we were living in a house where she could be out in our backyard and there were other cats around and she had a good time, like hanging out and she was an indoor outdoor cat. And then we moved to another house where, um, we, it, we didn't have a backyard. It was like a yeah, we just didn't have a backyard. Um, mm. So she got really bored all the time. And so when somebody else offered us, hey, do you want this this one, this cat of mine? I'm moving away and you can have him. We were like, yeah, sure. Then she'll have a friend. That'll be great. Um, we named him George. And he borderline like had, I had mental disabilities uh, in a cat. Like we checked what what like technically qualifies and he checked like five out of the 10 boxes and you only needed seven to like for it to count officially so we were like all right (laughs) so george was yeah george was very 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 dumb um (laughs) and so i mean there there's probably a lot of like little stories that whatever but my favorite thing was uh it was really mean but zoe liked to like to pick on George just because oh, it was entertaining no. for her. And so she would hide like under a, like a tablecloth on, we had like a, you know, side table or something that had a tablecloth on it that went down um, to the floor or his coffee table, I guess. And she'd like hide under that and then see him come in and then pounce out at him and he'd freak out and run away and she'd feel all good about herself. And then he would try to do the same thing, but he was very very unsmart so like it was like a fat guy hiding behind a tiny little tree branch kind of thing and so he would he would hide and try to jump out of her and then she would just jump out at him instead and freak him out and he'd run away again and this happened on a weekly basis and it was just so funny and a little bit sad but mostly very funny so yeah i think all the things including george were probably some of the funniest times that we had with animals so there you go good stuff all right um noir lucario asked a super good question if meta knight got his own game what genre should it be um 
Hmm. I mean, okay. So the the low hanging fruit is like some kind of Metroidvania Hollow Knight kind of thing, you know, like that yeah. feels like the slice a Metroidvania. Of life. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, Alex said slice of life armor shopping, just like going around, you know. Um, or it's a dress up game. It's like a fashion savvy or whatever, um, <laughs> but with with Meta Knight. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like like Meta Knight should have like a like a. I guess this is like kind of a platformer thing, but mm-hmm. like it's like Meta Knight has to like protect Kirby from himself. <laughs> like, oh, like, interesting! From, like, because Kirby's like kind of dumb, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, it's like has the. You know, he like gets into trouble <laughs> a yeah. lot just by being stupid. And Meta Knight's job is to like protect him from some situations like that. (laughs) I I like that a lot. I feel like whatever it is, it also like so do that and then have there be cutscenes that are very anime, like you know the whole like you only see half uh, like a yeah yeah yeah, like like, Like, that. That's what I'm going (laughs) because he's. He's like such a serious character in I mean but you know, he's really just dark Kirby. Like he, he just yeah. is literally a Kirby. <laughs> uh yeah. I I love that. Like similarly, it, it reminds me a little bit of when we were uh, had ideas. It's perfect. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's slice of Kirby's life. Like Kirby's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. he's you know bebopping around going to the store. But for Meta Knight, you know, so I guess something about this too Meta still feels like, like service. For uh-huh. <laughs> feels kind of one punch Manny. I think yeah, to me, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, in that kind of regard. Um. Yeah, man. There's so many characters like them or like doing a Wario Waluigi game that not not same genre but like um just ways to use these characters that are really quirky and you could do really interesting weird mm. things with um but you know the closest we get to that's like wario wear which is it kind of counts but it's captain it's different Toad. you know yeah yeah which captain so. toad's not really like it didn't seem like they were like all right what's toad's personality Let's right make a yeah. game based off of that <laughs> Uh, luigi's mansion a little bit was that's that. true yeah you're right yeah luigi's mansion is a good example of that like may i never played super princess peach or whatever but you know maybe some of that super i mean maybe princess not. peach is cringe because <laughs> it's like she's a woman oh she's yeah emotional. she uses emotions right? okay yeah, that's, yeah like oh, nah, that what a time like, that wasn't the strongest moment <laughs> uh yeah they didn't have a lot of women on the on the panel for for that yeah. one. Alex said it's fun but problematic. Yeah, yeah. That about <laughs> oh man. Um Thrill House asks, what Nintendo games do you think would work best for a live service game? Could be a revival of the Satellaview kind of thing. Uh, I mean a live service game for free is like Mario Kart. Yeah. Smash. Yeah. Like the, those are the, the easiest ones. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like, I mean, I, I get like any type of thing that's like the the content of the game and like the reason why it has a long tail is like mm-hmm. get better at the game. You know, like F Zero is like another example, right? Yeah, of that where it's like there's always like more to do because you could always get better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
those sorts of games work well. So I think F Zero, Mario Kart, yeah. Smash, Mario Maker Two. Or I mean, Mario Maker is another. You yeah, know, if it's handled better than Mario Maker Two was, yeah, I feel like that's an easy one. Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, or uh, just in general, like a sports. Oh, hang on, Nintendo Switch Sports. Like that. I mean, maybe not that specifically because it's like doing action and stuff like that and so it's yeah. less like i think a live service game needs to appeal specifically to like core gamers and all that you know um or core uh, and like slightly casual gamers yeah like as I opposed to we, like I think, moms <laughs> i think switchboards could work but they it would have to have like a lot of content I think. yeah right like i think animal crossing could work mm-hmm. but again it would be dependent on like a lot of yep. content that is like good you know mm-hmm but maybe something that's like a sports game that's more like brings together like they don't know what to do with 1080 and wave race and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and excite bike so just have those all be part of the you know woohoo island sort of thing but yeah. that's kind of those sorts of things like there's i feel like there's a bunch of things that nintendo could do where they have multiple ips that they could chuck together in some way i guess the problem is they none of them maybe have the brand recognizability that they want to be able to hold the other ones up would be the problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so yeah, there's no like strong front runner. That's like, man, we're still making wave race, but the other uh-huh. ones fell by the wayside. We can bring <laughs> them up if we, if we still mm-hmm. make, you know, but like all of them are in the same boat. So it's <laughs> yeah. Like... Uh, <laughs> yep. It's true. Oh, and speaking of which one of the questions from discord going out of order, Merck asked, What's the best boat in gaming? Uh, the King of Red Lions. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Him. The, I have still never played Wind Waker. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd very much like to, but at this point, I'm just wait. Like, I, I have it on GameCube. Um, it's out in my living room, but I just want to wait till it comes to Switch, which I assume will happen at some point. Um, and I've got other games to play, so I'm, I'm going to just wait a little while. But that's a good one. I was gonna say the Peach Cruiser. No, from, since we were just talking Mario, you gotta you gotta take one for a team. Just get a Wii U, mm-hmm. get Wind Waker HD, and then uh-huh. it'll come to Switch. There, uh... <laughs> for the grid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there is something to be said for that. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, somebody's got to be the racker rights. <laughs> Uh, that's uh i already have it and i got it at launch so it's not gonna work if i do it that's it's true yeah you gotta fall on the sword mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the master sword man all right so yeah we're into questions from discord now those are good questions so far i i'm very true impressed um discord uh falcon again asked aj is Pokemon Gold, Pokemon Heart Gold, still among the top of your all-time favorite games? No, I think Sword and Shield probably replaced it. Well, okay. Sword and Shield is like um, uh, uh, symbolically mm-hmm. um, Arceus, but Arceus <laughs> doesn't yeah. have a long enough tail for me to like. Yep, you know, for it to be like cemented there, but like mm-hmm. what it does. I like more than any other Pokemon game, but it just—I mean, which do it deep enough for yeah. it to, to last? It seems like it's a pretty easy layup into Scarlet and Violet for yep. that. 
Yeah. You know, but if even they, then, I feel yeah. like I feel like there's Scarlet. Like if if Arceus to me is the alpha, Scarlet mm-hmm. is the beta. Like, yeah, I, right. I still don't think that they're gonna like stick the landing on on. Yeah, Scarlet. there's gonna be some growing pains for some stuff for yeah. sure. I mean, I think it's just you know, it's a <laughs> it's a lot of concepts that they haven't evolved in a really long time. Yeah, and they aren't going to do all at once. Um, and also, so, I feel like they got to kind of figure out what that means for them, right? Yeah, like, yeah, totally. If for so long, they're trying to like make the best version of the thing that already existed because there's legitimately so many fans that have been telling them, don't change this. Yeah, like literally, right. like I've seen it and I'm not them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, like the, the few thousand people that have told me like Pokemon, should, you know, like, yeah, I can't even imagine the amount of people tell them that. Yeah. Um, so for them to like test it out and then see even more people embrace the opposite, it's like, oh, shoot. Okay. that They were the vocal <laughs> minority. All right, bet. You know, they got to kind of like, yeah. Inch out of their hole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm personally am okay with giving them grace to, yep. to grow and, and, you know, make better, bigger things. Yep. It does seem, I mean, like, fingers crossed that ideally, at least it'll be something where like the, you know, I'm mostly here for the single player main story component or whatever. And that's something that as long as they do a similar job to Legends Arceus, then like probably good for that. I still don't, I I bet end game post game stuff, or sorry, I bet end game stuff specifically is still going to be within the same kind of slightly rough patch, haven't quite figured it out stuff as Legend Arceus was. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if at least the post-game stuff and like the competitive bits and the stuff that is keeping you going in Sword and Shield, like that, that stuff basically the thing doesn't is, like, change I too much. Truly, I truly believe that if the game did a better job at fully realizing what the Pokemon world is, yeah, and a lot of that is about like beyond the like quote unquote main campaign. Mm-hmm. you wouldn't even feel like that because yeah, breath right. of the wild isn't structured like that either totally, you know yeah. like the bulk of the value of breath of the wild is everything around what the campaign tells you to do yeah. like if the game was literally just beat the calamities you know like beat Cal- the calamity ganon mm-hmm. and beat the blights if you want the game would be <laughs> yeah. mid but because yeah. there's so much depth and like fun things to do surrounding that that mm-hmm. is what makes Breath of the Wild good. Yeah. I think the value of Pokemon, and I mentioned this a bit in the thing that you guys will see soon, um, <laughs> yep. uh, is like the 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 micro moments of Pokemon. It's like, yeah. oh man, I just ran into this trainer and like his freaking Machoke broke his leg. We got to get him <laughs> to the Pokemon Center. And then like, yeah. you know, the shenanigans that unfold on your way to the Pokemon Center. That is yep. the value of this. That's what could be interesting about this game. Yep. Not like this very specific crime syndicate that everybody's going to fight <laughs> and has all the same, you know, like employees and all that. You're just doing the exact same thing as everybody else in this huge, vast world that has all mm-hmm. these different occupations, all these different creatures, all this different like fantastical elements about the world that you're in. Your experience is the same as Joe Schmo. That's also playing the video game um i think if they did a better job at like embracing the fact that there's so much variance that can be had in a world like this Mm -hmm. that is like the the best case scenario of a game uh, of a pokemon i mean honestly 
like take a page out of Stardew Valley. Like yeah. that feels like a weird poll, exactly. but like exactly. the, there's so much depth to the some of the few things that are there. Like NPCs mm -hmm. specifically have so many dialogue trees and so much that you can get to know about a specific person and stuff. Um, and interesting things that happen, like, you know, I've, I've seen a YouTube video a long time ago that was like, what if you're dating all of the all of the people in town all at once and they mm. all find out like what happens yeah, then and it's like exactly. specific things are meant to happen like that's awesome um and that's i think like, that's the thing is like even even if it's like a specific thing of like for whatever reason you just don't want to play with other people right it's like okay well i got the most that i that i want out of being a trainer i'm going to try mm -hmm. being being a breeder now you know i'm so, going to try to be the best coordinator i want to yeah. try to become nurse joy you know like i want to be mm -hmm. a gym leader or whatever right like you have like all these different like things that you can pursue right mm -hmm. and like your experience of not playing the game anymore isn't like i ran out of stuff that i care about um yeah. and it feels bad you know like the mm -hmm. end of arceus didn't feel good like no yeah and we talked about that a little bit um <laughs> yeah. where it's like it's a slog it's like okay i'm done playing this like you you, you like kind of like regret your last few moments with the game mm -hmm. rather than like breath of the wild where it's like okay I've had my fill. I <laughs> yeah. am no longer going to play this because I have had enough. I still I mean, feel great about this game in the grand scheme of things, but I have had my fill and I will play other things. <laughs> you yeah. know, I think exactly like he said too, it's like re fully realizing the world of Pokemon. And if, if I were to imagine myself in the world of Pokemon, my end goal wouldn't be to like everything or, well yeah. it, maybe not even catch everything but especially not to like compete every weekend yeah. like go yeah. to you know yeah. like that's not the thing that i just don't care about this and so like uh -huh. right now it feels like if i want to play the game more i've got to like like levels are the thing that feel like progress in the game is mm -hmm. like having more pokemon or just numbers going up of some variety so right. having more pokemon or having the pokemon that i do have have more levels beat more battles like whatever that kind of a thing and it's kind of linear in a direction that like you know that i'm not a competitive person and don't like mm -hmm. that's just like not that fun at the end of the day you know it's like moving in a direction that i will have increasing resistance towards basically mm -hmm. So yeah, figuring out end game stuff that's in just a completely different direction. And maybe that has some different numbers associated with it as well, yeah. you know. Or not even necessarily. The thing is- But like, ideally not. <laughs> I, I think that the best case scenario is moving away from the idea of an end game. Like right. it's just yeah. the game. Like the only mm -hmm. reason why it feels like an end game is because really you're, it's the main game. It's like right. you play through a tutorial. That is what mm -hmm. the, the gym, like the trainer's journey has always been. Mm -hmm. it's just more obvious in sword and shield <laughs> yeah. um and then you get through all of that and it's like okay i understand type advantages and i beat eight different gym leaders that all have eight different types and some dual type things so i understand how those interact with the six pokemon that i have chosen to to have on my team and now mm -hmm. i'm ready to do that with humans that have brains <laughs> you know um yeah. but like in the grand scheme of things the the game should really be like I don't care about the trainer's journey or mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be a Pokemon master or whatever. I want to do something else in this world. It's like the yeah. same question. Like you're, you're, you're literally Dawn or May, you know, like Dawn, <laughs> yeah. did, you know, like, um, or no, May didn't really like Pokemon. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, freaking. <laughs> I don't want to do this <laughs> so yeah. like but then she eventually figured out she's like oh i do like pokemon i just want to be a coordinator you know like yeah. that sort of thing 
there there's so many different trees in this world that you could pursue and i think everybody would enjoy um mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be and it never had to be like everything is about competitive battling that's just what the game is currently right now mm-hmm. right but it shouldn't be because the yep. world is wider than that yep by their own admission they themselves <laughs> right have, have presented this you know mm-hmm. like yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the kind of thing that I'd love to see. And again, yeah, I feel like Arceus did a good job of the the main part of the game being doing that better yeah. and being they something you, else. They for give a you while. a different, like, they're yeah. like, instead of a Pokemon trainer, you're a researcher now. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. He said, dang, I've never gone past the tutorial. Honestly, same. Yeah. That's like, I, I mean, especially, you know, if when you look at, red and blue like they basically were the tutorial and then that's you know that that was the main part of that game and then they realized then it's, it's like, they're okay, like oh there's way more friends, to this that no even yeah. even in gen one it's like trade with your friends battle with your friends right. like that yeah that's the point you catch every pokemon not just to have every pokemon to be able to battle with every pokemon yeah it just wasn't like yeah emphasis it didn't have as much of a ability to have a platform as it mm-hmm. does now you know what i mean yeah um and they couldn't point you towards it quite in the same way mm-hmm. um but yeah but we'll see um carrying on low rule legend said uh if nintendo revealed a big new ip at their next direct which game genre would you want it to fall in i've been hoping to see them invest in a big third person action game similar to zelda but a new franchise they mm-hmm. have multiple 2d and 3d platformers so i don't see why they can't also invest in another action adventure game great i question. agree i agree with that like that i think yeah, that's same. the front runner from anybody i think like it doesn't even have to be a new ip Star Fox. <laughs> yeah right exactly Star Fox is right there yep <laughs> Yeah, Star Fox. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, even like a Kid Icarus, you know, mm-hmm. or like basically yeah. any character that they have that, yeah, Star Fox, Kid Icarus. That fits that mold. That fits that. Captain genre. Falcon, technically, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, if I'm if I'm not trying to just pick a different answer for the sake of it, which I can do as well, I I would I would just say the same thing: a third person yeah. action game. Um, it's like I think yeah. my default, like if if somebody just asks me, like, "Yo, what kind of game do you want to play?" Like, it is mm-hmm. either that or a fighting game, mm-hmm. because I just like the same thing about the action. Like, why I like Zelda or Breath of the mm-hmm. Wild specifically so much is because there's so much to figure out about how the game works. I want to mm-hmm. know that is what drives me about playing pretty much all of the games that I play is like, I want mm-hmm. to know how this game works <laughs> like mm-hmm. on as deep a level as I possibly can. And those are the types of genres that allow for that. Yeah. Um, and then like, they, they don't like what I get back from it is rewarding to me. Like, mm-hmm. cause I guess on some level, like every game does that and you can get how it works. But when I understand how like Pokemon works, the battle system of that, right. I come back mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so this is literally just rock, paper, scissors. And I get to <laughs> answer what two plus two is sometimes. Right. Like, that's yeah. not interesting to me. Um, and that's why a lot of times I don't like RPGs and stuff like that. Cause it's like math is linear. Math has a definite answer that is always going to be the same thing. So mm-hmm. if you give me the math problem and I solve the math problem one time, I'm going to be able to solve it every time. Just sometimes I'll have to take some extra steps, you know? Um, yeah. Action adventure games and fighting games that are done well 
that's not really the case. Like you can spend yeah. decades playing games like that, and like even with platformers, like with the Mario speedrunners and stuff like that, mm -hmm. uh, speedruns and stuff like that, you'll find new solutions forever if you really want to. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why I always default to that. But everything yeah. outside of that, like every genre beyond that, is like a, I'll know it when I see it. Like I'm down for whatever. <laughs> I'm down to try whatever if they present it to me and it looks cool. Um, but if somebody just if I was given the keys and they were like, here's mm -hmm. one game, it would be an action adventure game. I think. Yep. I'll my alternate answer is um, <laughs> I, I, it would be bittersweet because it would have secondary meanings that i'd be sad about um but a big new like first party jrpg or mm. like you know turn-based rpg um from nintendo that would be great that's golden but sun, it would not go it sun. would mean golden <laughs> sun was probably not it yeah i'd be sad about that because like because specifically i just like again about the reason i like golden sun um is because like typically nintendo just has does it has a good way of finding something else to inject into a formula that already, you know, Splatoon, it's a shooter, but also ink, it's like that kind right. of thing. And like Golden Sun, I like the way that they add different it's new ideas. RPG, into, but but yeah. yeah, has puzzles and has like mm -hmm. um, overworlds mechanics and spells and stuff like that, which is super neat. Um, so all that said, like Octopath Traveler, for example, was fun and was great, but it like, um, and it did have an extra twist of, um, having the different characters have different overworld things that they can do and like different like there there was definitely something there um but yeah i just love to see specifically nintendo's take again on a jrpg but um i'd be sad because it wasn't golden sun <laughs> so that's where we're at um all right uh mega man asked did you guys look at the trailer for hogwarts legacy what's your thoughts personally i'm very excited looks like such a good looking game with a cool unique story which is coming to Switch, as it turns out, natively, yep. which is also interesting. So there you go. Is it? I don't know. I feel like people are like, people are. I haven't. Game, I haven't seen enough of it to know. I've seen. I saw. The, I looked at the state of play retroactively because mm -hmm. everyone was like, "This game, the Switch, will blow up." Playing this game, and then I watched the trailer for this game or the state of play, which is like, mm -hmm. I guess a trailer technically, but you mm -hmm. know, like the gameplay uh, blowout for this video game. Um, and I'm like, what about this game? It's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah. like, you know, from what I saw, standard, you know, like it. it it feels like it could be pared down pretty easily. We're like, yeah. the textures aren't going to be as nice. There's going to be fewer particle effects on your spells and stuff like that. But, you know, that kind of thing. Um, also what Alex said, but I'm not, I'm like, I don't know. I can't, I can't really speak to that for people. Cause I yeah. like, luckily, I guess I don't have to contend with that. Cause I never cared about Harry Potter. So it is like, <laughs> it, it would be like, it's kind of like the Activision thing. It was like what I said before when we were like, uh, we're not talking about their games or whatever. Mm -hmm. That's like, that's so low ball of me to say, because I don't <laughs> care about their games. So it, like, it's, it's so easy for me to be like, yeah, man, don't play Activision because true them, because I don't give a crap. <laughs> but like, I would, it, it would be harder for me to like say that if it was like Pokemon, you know? Right, like, yeah. <laughs> um, not to say I wouldn't still say that, you know, but it, it's too easy for me to say, like, don't buy this game because I don't care about Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. Um, so no, I'm not gonna play it. Um, and partially it's because of the the JK Rowling thing, but mm -hmm. mostly because I just don't care about Harry Potter. Yeah. I 
I've never particularly cared about Harry Potter. Um, mm. My wife really likes it. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's um, I, but I also don't think that she's going to care about the, the game either. Um, mm. And so, yeah, the JK Rowling stuff is complicates things. Um, but I don't know. It's all it just in general, like that, that's just a tricky thing. Cause there's, it, it feels like, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, yes, this benefits her, but at the same time, it's like a whole separate, like, I, I also don't know that much or care that much about, uh, I, I just, just as easily just ignore it. <laughs> Basically is yeah, what I'm saying. I mean, I care. That she's <laughs> so, a oh no. Person. Yeah. I, I care on and that I'd, front, but I'd care not I, the, I don't care like, on the other side is what I'm the, saying. Yeah, you know, I like, know. If anything, like me, if I was in this position and I did care about Harry Potter, I would wait to buy the game used. Yeah, you know? right. Easy enough. Um, I would do that. Mm -hmm. um, but apart from that, it's like, I don't know. I don't know the value, man. Like, Yeah. Yeah, it's what a crazy thing, though, honestly, know. that like, uh, I mean, I'm not saying crazy in a bad way, but just what a crazy thing that... <laughs> that one person can have such a strong impact on a whole franchise. I mean, obviously it, I mean, she made the franchise, it. <laughs> so like, it makes sense, but like, it, it is interesting that like, you know, they're obviously trying to move as far away from her as possible at this point right. from the Which bits and pieces weird, I've seen. Like, I, again, I don't know much about Harry Potter. Yeah. So like, I can just go based off of like what I've seen from other people and retrospect that are like picking this apart with the new information that she's a terrible person. Right. Um, it's hard to remove what she made from her because who she is influenced what Harry Potter is, even before we knew she was terrible. <laughs> uh, so like a lot right, of yeah. stuff about Harry Potter is kind of like, eh, that's not the greatest thing, you know, like. <laughs> And that's not the greatest allegory, and like you know, like that that sort of mm -hmm. stuff. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's also like that. There's a whole debate in like, okay, well, how much of what Harry Potter is belongs to the fan base, and like, um, yeah, the right, that they drew from it, and you know, so yep, yeah. I mean, I think like my closing thoughts on it are that I, it's it's one of those where it's like, yeah, there's just enough of the like general grossness or whatever that I, and I also don't care about it enough that it's just easier instead of trying to like have deep thoughts of my own, just kind of like stay away. And that's, yeah, you know, that's about it. <laughs> so yeah, I know that's probably not a super like justifying response from if you know if you're on either side of it and listening to this conversation or whatever it doesn't you probably don't feel particularly um i don't know happy about that response but i apologize <laughs> that i'm just yeah mm. i'm only saying things about it because i was asked basically is yeah. what i'm saying um so there you go but uh question from alec hello alec uh said how many times Hitting a wall to discover a secret room is too many. <laughs> uh, once. More than once is too many times. Um, depending on the, like, in the, in the, in the scenario <laughs> that I know you're alluding to, yeah, yeah, more right. than once is too many times. <laughs> um, because, again, like I said in my response to Parker's retweet yep. of this thing, um, nothing about that wall says I should probably hit that wall. That's the thing. If there's some, if there's some other indicator besides it 
breaking then sure like yeah like if the if, wall looks super beat up or yeah like, you know, or like it like, has a specific sound weapons or, next to it or you know like that sort of thing like uh, environmental storytelling which ironically yeah. from soft is usually pretty good at <laughs> and right here in that instance it's terrible and the thing that's funny is like depending on how you feel about whatever the game is yeah like completely yep. will be will um decide determine whether you yeah yeah. determine whether you try to justify it or not like i think the like burning like the the trees that you burn in like the original uh zelda terrible Mm -hmm. bad design because it's just (laughs) like i'm gonna light this tree on fire yeah 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 oh shoot i unlocked something Mm -hmm. um but stuff like in breath of the wild with the um the like mist arrows near um Mm -hmm. kakariku village yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, they tried to shoot this eyeball thing. I wonder what happens if I shoot this eyeball thing. And then mm-hmm. you get rewarded for it. That had context. There's mm-hmm. something in the game that the game didn't even have to tell you. And yeah. the, the thing is, like, if the game just straight up, like, you walk near the, the wall and then uh, freaking Elden Ring was like, uh, maybe you should hit this wall. Good. <laughs> you know, like, that's not the best way to do that, but at least they told you. Yeah. If you're going to try to like make a secret and, you know, like do this like well-designed, like hidden, you know, secret situation, it's not a good secret unless yeah. there's context. I think that's the thing is like with this, the reason I said like, I'm fine for it to be in there is because it is bad game design, but you know what, if, if the Elder Ring fans want to be like, all right, I'm hitting every wall 50 times. And that's like a fun exploration thing like cool all the all the better for them i guess but it is it's bad game design for it feels sure. like stockholm syndrome <laughs> at that point you know yeah because right. like i don't know there's no there was literally i, I tried watching that video multiple times I was like does it sound different um does the yeah, i don't know wall, like, so that's the thing there must be something about or... it because otherwise how did like he hit the wall 46 times somebody counted and put it in the comments um how would he have known to hit that wall 46 times? Like they're, you know uh, what I mean? Cause like even just for like, that, uh, I don't know, data mining. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah. Like stuff like, I, I think that it's a lot easier to find stuff like that now, yeah. now that people have the tools that they do and like how accessible. Like a mod like, and stuff. Code yeah. is and all that. Um, like being able to like see through the wall, you know, boundary break type of stuff, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, so I yep. don't know. You're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, it seems poorly designed. To me. <laughs> yeah. And that definitely like that was my point in the tweet too of like comparing that to Metroid Dread thing was like the Metroid Dread one was sure at, at worst, it's a little obtuse if you're doing stuff wrong. Like the guy, <laughs> did you watch the video of the yeah, guy? Dude, it, yeah. It's like he's a, does a not know how the to... board like even removed from that he is generally a tool so yeah yeah i've yeah um but like one of the main things with this game is that you can use the right analog stick to to aim and that mm-hmm. i did it the whole game and it was great um and he was not doing that he was doing the mega man jump and shoot situation mm-hmm. or like try to like aim with your left stick while you kind of run a little bit and stuff yeah um and that was terrible. And so that was the only reason that he wasn't able to find that thing was he was he didn't pay attention in the tutorial mm-hmm. on how to actually use the controls for the, the rest of the game. Right. Um, 
And, and even so, if you don't watch, see, the thing is, like, again, if it were, if it's just a tutorial in the year of our Lord 2022, yeah. um, and it's like, do this thing, that's right, bad yeah, yeah. time. But the fact that they're, they're contextually, there's you if if they want you to shoot a wall, like especially mm-hmm. in this instance, like the early part of the game or whatever, mm-hmm. there's an enemy up there. Yeah, and he's shooting at you. So yep. it's like, oh shoot, he's shooting at me. He's trying to get me. I want to get him. And you try to shoot him. Mm-hmm. The wall breaks. <laughs> and it's like, oh shoot. I mean, and I think with me in general, like if I'm playing a game and it's like, man, I wish that I could, I could aim, free aim. Like I just wish I could stand and free aim. Then I'll press all the buttons until I feel like really there's no free aim yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like it'll just happen or, or at least go into like the menu and look like, is there a thing? Mm. Cause there, you know, even if I missed the tutorial or whatever, which I think that was the case in, in this game was I missed it or something. And then went into the menu and was like, Oh, there it is. Okay. So just hold down this button. And that was like five minutes into the game. Mm. <laughs> so that was just so ridiculous. But again, yeah. So my main point was like, as long as like be, be happy about, this thing if you want to that's great for elden ring like if you want wall literally to have to hit every single wall as many times you want cool have fun um but you can't complain about the metro dread thing as well like that those have to you know like the thing is like you can like bad design and that's fine Mm -hmm. that's totally cool there's plenty of games that i like that are poorly designed pokemon Mm -hmm. um (laughs) but At least I admit that it's bad. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the the thing. Like, all the Elden Ring fans that I know are on the opposite end of it, where they're like defending it. It's like, oh, this is good. Like, actually, it's good because this, this, and that. It's like, nah, it's poorly designed. And that's fine. (laughs) You can like a game that's poorly designed. It's okay. Yep. Just be honest about it. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's like if you, if you like, tripping in smash brawl you know you're an idiot i don't, I don't know I, yeah. that was the yeah, first example that came to say, mind right that's what that, yeah <laughs> get out of here you idiot see the thing is like you can still trip an ultimate and it's very dumb really rng yeah because there's there's just certain oh. moves that sometimes they trip like um donkey kong's down tilt like something why that, did i um, know it was going to be donkey kong like there, i don't know he's that's just the first weird. example that came yeah. to mind because okay yeah they, yeah that's like um something that happens a lot in like smash content you know like the the like Mm -hmm. uh top players that are like that are mostly content creators Mm -hmm. um like a running bit for a lot of them is like they'll play a random character in like elite smash for like what Mm -hmm. they call iron man challenges which is um winning with every character in the game at least once without dropping a game wow um, yeah elite smash um and like they'll do down tilt with donkey uh, donkey kong and it won't trip or it will trip and they'll be like oh my donkey kong main because i got the trip <laughs> <laughs> mains get the trip more often yeah <laughs> that's really funny it's true it's true yep there it is and i think that's uh yeah anything else for the podcast uh, no today? i think that's it what's the sign off with, oh wait what? um yeah to tomorrow so sunday uh go over oh, yeah. to to nintendo life we won't tell you the content because that yeah. but um we talked to zeon and and that was fun so that'll true. be up should be on sunday true yep. good fun stuff times. uh like um, comment subscribe tell your friend yeah. about the podcast about sign off question is um ju- okay just an easy one for today coffee tea or other hot beverage um let us know below
Uh, what's your answer? Yeah. Mine's tea. Oh, mine? Yeah. Uh, between the t- yeah, yeah. Tea. I literally got tea before the thing that we did was yawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Parker was like, "All right, I'm ready." I was like, "Okay, I want tea." And, uh, I, like, yeah, I got tea. Okay. There it is. Good job, We're everybody. Done. Thank you for listening or watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do do things. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.